In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. I remember a good few years ago, I was teaching religion class to, they must have been 12, 13 years old or so. And one of the questions I asked was, the function of the Holy Ghost, what does the Holy Ghost do? And the response I got was, Holy Ghost, is that the dove? No, the Holy Ghost is the third person of the Blessed Trinity. But unfortunately, we have a misunder- quite a misunderstanding of who he is and what his function precisely is. First of all, why do we misunderstand him? Well, because his role is completely spiritual, whereas we, we ascribe to the Father the creation, and that's something material, something we can see. Of course, to the Son, our redemption. Again, he took flesh, we could see him. The Holy Ghost... Yes, he appeared in the form of a dove, tongues of fire, but his work is invisible, is spiritual. Perhaps another reason why we misunderstand the work of the Holy Ghost is because we hear stories of the different things that perhaps go on in these charismatic movements, these things that happened in the wake of Vatican II. We hear extreme stories of the different goings-on, perhaps, of these meetings. And so we prefer to distance ourselves, maybe, from the work of the Holy Ghost. So what is the role of the Holy Ghost? And this is, of course, something we'll be talking about next Sunday as well, but but already we need to understand what is the role of the Holy Ghost for us. And we're talking about not just, not in the, the life of God, the life of the Trinity, but for us, in our souls, what does he do? And the answer is actually quite simple. Very straightforward that his function is to form our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's look at the look at the New Testament. Look at the Annunciation. When the angel Gabriel appears to Our Lady, and upon her consent, the Holy Ghost comes and overshadows. And she receives that fullness of the Holy Ghost. Of course, primarily for that, the incarnation, for our Lord Jesus Christ taking flesh. And he is forming physically in the womb of Our Lady. But also, we have the spiritual element. And we can't disconnect one from the other. 
because he was forming carnally, physically in her womb, at the same time we also have this, this spiritual element of the Holy Ghost coming and having that, that deeper influence in her soul. And we can say that, that Our Lady, the Mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, is the first creature to experience such an influence of the Holy Ghost in her soul. There's nobody before that that had such, um, such a strong influence of God, of the Holy Ghost, in their souls. And then we have the apostles after the, uh, after the ascension of our Lord into heaven. The apostles are waiting for these nine days, and we have this, these similarities with Our Lady as she waited nine months. The apostles are waiting for these nine days for the coming of the Holy Ghost. This time of reflection, this time of prayer. And then, once the Holy Ghost comes to them, this transformation, this exterior transformation that takes place. Of course, primarily it's interior, but we can see this effect of the Holy Ghost on how they're preaching and how they're so convinced of the faith. But once again, this time that they spend before the Holy Ghost comes is time that's spent in prayer and reflection, but it's time spent with Our Lady. And we can, we can say that to such an extent that this time before the Holy Ghost comes is a time of Our Lady. She's the mother of our Lord's physical body, yes, but also the mystical body of Christ because it's one and the same. And yes, the Holy Ghost is the one that forms our Lord Jesus Christ in us, but he does not do it without Our Lady. He does it as the, at the Annunciation with Our Lady. He does it at Pentecost with Our Lady. And he does it now again with Our Lady. So in this time, these, these nine days before the coming, this, this fullness of the Holy Ghost coming again into our souls at Pentecost, let's spend this time with Our Lady, especially because it is this month of May this month that's dedicated to her. Ask her for these graces that we need to, to make our souls a more fitting and more, more receptive for this coming of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost. So that we can say, once the Holy Ghost comes, we can say more so than we've ever said before, I live now, not I but Christ lives within me. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.